0: It's been the through line of this entire episode of the Sports Cubicle. Craig Council is now the new manager of the Chicago Cubs, and it was an emotional day for Cope fans as David Ross, the casualty of this hiring, and it is a huge deal, five years, uh, average annual salary of $8 million, the highest paid manager in baseball. I think it's a great move for Chicago. I've talked about it the entire episode your thoughts when the breaking news hit that the North side has a new skipper
1: I was you know I was sorry to see Dave Rossi go I mean he links to the to 2016 team being you know the 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 catcher on that team and then had some big moments in the Cleveland series so that's very nostalgic so we lose that and counsel I mean it might take a little while to be accepted since he was with the enemy and in my mind you pay this guy this much money I would rather pay Bellinger that money. I mean, the players actually are the ones that that, that are the ones that matter uh, or Candelario or, or, you know, people like that are going to make a bigger difference, in my opinion, than council. And actually, I thought that that there were a couple of years where the Milwaukee team underperformed with him. Honestly, I mean, his demeanor seems calm enough and he's a little snarky with the press, but, uh, you know, they'll slap him around and get him back in shape. (laughs)
0: So uh, there's a few things that I've I've kind of talked about when it comes to the the council move. I think for one, if you're looking at what it means for a manager, right, if it's anywhere from four to seven games, I think the idea of David Ross being a good manager, but Craig Council being a top five manager might be the difference of the Cubs having a better last two weeks of September and getting into the playoffs. I think David Ross is going to be just fine. He's going to find a job in a booth. He's going to be a manager somewhere. David Ross has the world in his hands. It just It's what he wants to do. I think what's fascinating about this whole thing is the implications. Now, we do know that managers' salaries are not part of the salary cap or whatever version of that you want to talk about baseball. So that's coming straight from the owner's pockets. So in theory, it shouldn't impact going after and resigning Cody Bellinger. I think the Cubs, and I've mentioned this on this episode itself, I don't think the Cubs are going to sign people. I think the Cubs are going to acquire people. And I think Cub fans have to get used to that verbiage. I don't think the Cubs are necessarily going to go out there and sign X, Y, and Z baseball player. They might. That's definitely on the table, right? Like Shohei might be out there. That that might be an outcome. I think what's more likely is they're going to trade for Pete Alonso and for Juan Soto. So I'm under the impression that they're going to have a lot of salary on that roster again. It's just going to be acquired. Your thoughts, Marvelous? Are they going to sign or acquire mm. talent for this baseball team and their new manager? Well,
1: if they sign. That's what I'm leaning towards because if they trade, what are they going to do? Tra- trade Pedro Armstrong, and you know, and, and and their and their their prospects because that's what the other teams are going to want, obviously. I think and, that's and, what it is.
0: I think, and, yeah. and and we'll go back to it. But my my theory is that it's going to be Ian Happ and or Christopher Morrell.
1: Uh huh. Okay, that's that's a possibility. I, I would think that the teams might want the younger uh, you know prospects that the Cubs got the last time around in the in the Rizzo Pi uh, Bryant' era. And uh, so far, none of them have really shown to be outstanding in the limited exposure they've had. I mean, Cor Armstrong didn't get a hit in his in his September, but they were still, you know in the playoff hunt, so it's hard to really say. Uh, and uh you know the, the, they they do have a few some arms that they could could, could send over to, and they have a they already uh, got rid of the, the one first baseman and young, and uh they still have a, a bunch of others like mervis and and, and so. so I thought they might go prospects, but I, I see your point. They could do that, but uh um I still think that that the way the things are working in baseball right now. Uh, signing seems to be the way to go. And maybe they'll buck the trend, as you say, but I think that they're going to try to sign people.
0: I think it's going to be a mixture of both. I think they're going to do the Frankenstein of it. I think they're going to acquire hitting and they're going to yeah. sign pitching because mm-hmm. pitching is just money, right? It's There's the chance of the Jacob deGrom where you just lose your pitcher and somehow still make it to the World Series. But as long as you're not investing type of prospects – a close to positional players where you're more likely to get back your return in investment. So it's going to be a very fun uh, winter now for Cub fans. It, uh, it was already going to be an exciting one, but now things have kind of changed. The complexion of the National League has changed due to this major move at Craig Council, now the new manager of the Chicago Cubs. But we'll leave it on this, Marver. Are you excited? Knowing how much we love David Ross, Cubs legend, Grandpa Rossi, World Series home run everything him being lifted up and carried around progressive field all that being put to the side a manager move are you excited of the prospect of what this now means and what it it could indicate for the chicago cubs moving forward
1: well you know me i'm always the one that says show me so i want him to show me i mean did he show me in milwaukee i mean they won the division I mean, did he get the most out of the team? What did he do with those brilliant? I mean, he could have—he would, wouldn't have had a closer at the end of the season with the Cubs unless he went out there and did it himself. I mean, I, <laughs> I may have thought that that the manager—how how much different do they make a difference of ten games, twenty games? I mean, uh, I, I, you know, that, that's that's what they're hoping for with this kind of move. But uh, I'm I'm kind of the wait and see attitude because I mean, the, the you know, the greatest managers have succeeded because of their players in my view. (laughs) So I think they have to have the players. I mean, if they have a bunch of players that don't perform, the manager could stand on his head and it doesn't make any difference. I mean, what is his motivational technique superior? I mean, I don't know. I really haven't analyzed him enough. He looks fairly, you know, stern and, and calm, but you know, he does seem to have, like I was saying before, a little bit of an edge. And I've seen him at the press. So uh, we'll see what happens. Because I know, I, I think that edgy managers and coaches haven't had too much success in Chicago. Let me just say that. Except it might be dead.
0: Well, we'll find out, Marvelous. That's going to be fun, right? Because if they find a way to bring in this talent and they do have a manager that is able to give them that plus four, that plus five in victories, anything is on the table, right? We just saw the craziest of World Series. All you need to do is get into it. My new theory, right? This is, and we haven't had a chance to talk about it, you and I. I have now learned to separate 162 and the postseason. It are two different things. 162 games is a sample to show you who was the best team in the summer, who had the best roster, who had the most depth. But in October, when it's a five-game series, Mm -hmm. it's a seven-game series, it's cold, and you're in a random East Coast city one day and the West Coast the next anything happens every variable every variance the only thing that does matter is that you're in it because it can fall your way and that is the most important thing and i think that's what cup fans want and if this gets them one step closer i think all of us would trade in as much as we love him grandpa rossi But you know Marvelous are going to be all over this. Of course we're going to be all over this. We're going to see what Jed and Carter have up their sleeves. And uh, I think it's going to be better vibes on this side than our unfortunate colleagues who are covering the other side of Chicago. Marvelous, you got to get out of here. You're on location. Thank you for all your hard work, as always. We'll be all over this. Next time we talk, we'll talk about the season tournament going on in the NBA and all the Absolute nonsense at the United Center. He's the marvelous one, Dan Marver. I'm Mike Mercado. Let us know your thoughts. How do you think the Chicago Cubs are going to handle this winter heading into next season? We got more coming up next here on the Sports Cubicle. He's the marvelous one, Dan Marver. I'm Mike Mercado.